welcome to The Kids Are Alright, a weekly podcast especially for kids that's all about health, happiness and wellness. I'm Michelle and here with me are my co-pilots on this podcast, Buster and Buddy. Hey you guys, it's Buster here. Hey everyone, it's your pal Buddy. <laughs> and we're on a mission to help you all feel great and live happy. So let's get this show on the road. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. The Kids Are Alright. So guys, how are you doing today then? Do you feel mind full or do you feel mind empty? Huh? What? What's she on about? <laughs> well, you see guys, I've been keen to find out as much as I can about mindfulness. I've just been hearing so much good stuff about it and how it can make you feel well and happy. Well, yeah, I mean, we have Louise doing our mini mindfulness moments at the end of each of our shows. Exactly. So I was curious to understand more about it and hear how other people use it in their days and how they think it helps them. Yeah. I wonder just how many people actually really know what it is. Well, Buster, I did too. So I went out and I asked some kids if they know what mindfulness is. The kids say, What? Oh, yeah. I think mindfulness is just to take it easy and relax and do things that you want to do, not other people want to do. Mindfulness is calmness and thinking about yourself and appreciating yourself. To lie down with your legs cross-legged, with your fingers in a ring shape, in the middle of a very quiet place like a library, and wait there until someone taps your back and says that it's time to go home because it's nine o'clock. Mindfulness is like achieving uh, inner peace and kind of understanding around you. I think mindfulness means staying in the moment and just like being happy with who you are and what you're doing right now. Well, mindfulness is like when you just take a moment to sit down or lie down and just think about everything and just let your body have a little bit of a rest. Mindfulness is when you get to think through all your problems, when you get to reset your mind and accept who you are and respect that you are different than other people. I think mindfulness means like sitting in your swimming pool on a pink floaty with your dog on a pineapple floaty sitting beside you with sunglasses on eating your pink lemonade. The kids say, What? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Whoa! Oh, wow. Well, those are some great answers, but I think we may need to learn a little bit more about this mindfulness stuff. The kids all seem to have very different ideas of what it is. <laughs> yeah, I think so. All right, buddy. So to explain to us what mindfulness means to her and why we should use it in our day-to-day lives, we're delighted to have psychotherapist and family counsellor Gillian Fagan with us today. Gillian, thanks a million for joining us on the show. Hi, Michelle. Thank you so much. And hello, Buster and Buddy. Great to be here. Hi, Gillian. <laughs> Hi, Gillian. <laughs> so, Gillian, we went out and we asked kids what they thought mindfulness is and we got lots of different answers. So tell us, in your words, what, what is mindfulness? To really simplify it, it's just paying attention in a particular way, being present in this moment and basically stop time traveling. It's about being here now rather than in the future and in the past. Very good. And, and when you go out and speak with kids, what kind of things do you hear the kids say back to you, what they think mindfulness is? Oh, um, well, often I'm told it's it's people in orange dresses that sit cross-legged all day long. <laughs> um, yeah. 
there's this understanding that for you to do mindfulness, you somehow have to turn your body into a pretzel and be able to do things with your legs and sit still and close your eyes and have a shaved head. And that is not what mindfulness is. <laughs> but generally, there's a real misunderstanding as to what mindfulness is. It's often, I guess, understood as meditation. And yeah, sure, it can be meditation, but it doesn't have to be. You can be mindfully here and now without having to bring the meditation into it. So if I was to try some mindfulness right now, what would I do? Bring your attention to right now, right here. And there's some really simple things you can do that. If you even start looking at, okay, what are you wearing right now? And describing how the clothes feel on your body. Uh -huh. Your attention is completely in the present moment. And I often say this, and it's a really simple way to remember it. Engage your senses. Think of the five senses that we have. And that's our vision, touch, taste, sound and smell. So we all have these five senses and you can engage any one or all five of those to become more mindful in that moment. So if you want to get mindful right now, really quickly, be aware, bring the awareness in. So use your five senses. What can you see? What's right in front of you? And just to notice that and name it, you don't have to say it out loud. Sometimes you can't. You might be on a bus. But to notice what's right in front of you, you're paying attention in that moment. Same with smell, like whether you like to admit it or not, the smells everywhere and especially in a classroom. So to even notice the smells, what smells are happening right here, right now, you're engaging your senses, you're being present. Cool. And sounds, all of the sounds. There's always noise. There's always noise. Even if you're lying in bed and you can't sleep. So if you find your head is worrying about tomorrow, uh, I had an assignment due for college. So I had trouble sleeping this week. And then I just practiced listening to the sounds, hearing the cars nearby, or the dogs barking, and just being present in that moment there and then. And it just means your focus is on listening for sounds rather than worrying about the future. Brilliant. And touch as well. I, I often give people, if I'm working with children, little stones or pebbles, a worry stone. And just that touch, that contact to mindfully feel something. Is it cold? Is it warm? Is it smooth? Is it rough? What's the texture of what you're touching? And if you don't have pebbles to hand, even the material of your clothes. Um, yeah, Jillian, you're, you're not going to believe it. I, I have a, a little stone that I keep in my pocket all the time for that kind of stuff. <laughs> That's amazing. A worry stone or what's it for? Yeah, no, it's it's kind of a bit of both. It's a little worry stone, but also if I want to be present in the moment, I'll, I'll hold on to the stone and I'll think of something that I'm really, really grateful for in that moment right there. Absolutely. So you're mixing mindfulness with gratitude. How wonderful. Ah, thank you. <laughs> Yeah, well done, buddy. So, Jillian, you've talked about four of these five senses. That's what we see, what we can hear, smell and touch. So what's the last one? Uh, it's my favourite. It's taste. <laughs> Have you ever eaten something mindfully? Oh, um, uh, how do you eat mindfully? Well, now, it means eating something quite slowly and rolling it around in your mouth, paying attention to the flavours, the textures. When you're chewing it, does it turn into water or does it dry up? And how easy it is then to swallow in your mouth. And I'm telling you, if you eat a blueberry mindfully, it could take you five minutes to eat the blueberry. Wow! <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. But it's wonderful, especially if you... <laughs> especially if you don't have a big dinner and you have to make it last. <laughs> <laughs> Why is it so important to know what's going on in my body right now? Oh, Buster, we time travel all of the time. 
how much time do we spend thinking about what's going to happen tomorrow? What's on telly? What are my friends going to be doing? What's happening this weekend? Who's bringing me here? Who's bringing me there? Mm. What am I going to have for dinner? What does the teacher think? What do my friends think? And all that does is it causes worry and stress. And then you end up with what I call a racing head. Oh, a racing head. Your head goes into all of these thoughts. And when you get like that, your emotions control you. Then you have overwhelm and little meltdowns and gets tears easier. And I know this because when I don't practice being mindful myself, I get overwhelmed. So it's about catching it, saying, oh, there goes my head. It's racing off again and bringing it back. Because the more you practice this and the earlier you start, the more you can make it a habit for life and then literally have control over your emotions rather than the emotions controlling you. Brilliant. So Gillian, how did you get into mindfulness? I was 12. Now, I didn't know it was called mindfulness at the time, but I was 12 and I was in school and I found the transition from primary school to secondary school quite difficult for me. I expected it to be the same money bigger and I didn't know a lot of people in my class. So I was overwhelmed and a teacher noticed this and she said to me, how about you come and you sit with me and I'll show you some things to help you cope. Now, of course, you think you're in trouble. So I was dreading going into the office, absolutely dreading it, saying, oh, what's going on? But I went in and she was lovely. Um, and she sat me down and she said, OK. And she taught me how to be mindful. And she said, just close your eyes and picture a warm, sunny day. And she said, now go in your head to a place that you love and picture somebody who you love is sitting there and tell them what's going on for you. And then when you're ready, come back into the classroom and open your eyes. And I met with her, I think, once a week for the entire first year. And we used to do that. She'd teach me different breathing techniques. And she taught me about the stone. Um, She gave me a stone and it was the worry stone. So to put all my worries in the stone and to leave it at the front door. Don't bring it into the house with me. Leave it on the ground by the front door. And when I left for school the next day, the stone was still there to bring it with me. So I was moving my worries (gasps) at the door. That's a brilliant idea. That's so cool. Yeah, it was absolutely fantastic. Yeah, it really, really was. And if you're going to do this, because I do it now, I'd paint the stone in a bright colour. I've got a bright blue stone by the front door because otherwise you don't know which one is yours. (laughs) (laughs) That's so cool. Yeah. So a teacher um, taught me how to meditate, taught me mindfulness and taught me that I could control my emotions because really and truly at the time, everything felt so overwhelming. I was worried easily. I was anxious. I didn't even know that's what I was feeling, but I really easily um, turned to tears. I had very short temper and I found it very difficult to concentrate. Oh, she sounds like such an amazing teacher. And I think that idea of creating a happy place in your head that you can go to any time is is quite amazing. A, A plan to have really that if you feel that way that you can just go there. Mm. It's almost like setting up a little kind of holiday, an escape in your brain. Exactly. And you can actually do that quite mindfully by bringing a real experience into it. And if you're going to go to this happy place, because now I've got about six of them in my head that I can escape to, depending <laughs> on my mood. One is this bench by the beach that I used to love. As a kid, we went to Court Town and there was this bench by the beach. And even now in my head, I'll go there and I'll feel the breeze in my hair. I'll feel the salt on my skin. Wow. So again, even in that visualization, I bring in the senses. That's amazing. 
Oh, wow. Uh, one of my favorite happy places to go to is I like to imagine myself sitting on a big pile of rocks on one of my favorite little beaches and hearing the waves splashing against the rocks below me and yeah. hearing the seagulls and just the breeze going through the, my hair. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love the sea. It's so calming. I guess I love just being in nature. And yeah. nature is a really great place mm. to practice mindfulness. It's an amazing place. All the different smells, the textures, the colors. And it really helps you bring that focus into the present moment. Just being here and now and not going off into the past or projecting into the future. Just being in the moment. Exactly, exactly. I saw a video you did and you used the image of a battery to explain how mindfulness oh. can help us look after ourselves. It's a really clever image. Can you explain that a little bit to us? Yeah. I, I actually picture my entire body as a battery. <laughs> my whole body, head to toes, I'm a battery. And when you think about your phone battery, you have this visual image of how much power is in your phone battery. Mm. And you'd never let that battery die. Imagine what happens if the phone battery dies. Oh, I can't even so, imagine that. <laughs> I know. I know. Disaster. So for me to be a battery, it's picturing what level is the battery at. Do I need to be charged? Am I near empty? And the more you tune into the level your battery is at, the more you become really aware of the things that drain the battery and the things that charge the battery. Uh Because obviously we can't plug ourselves in. Well, we can in ways. Mindfulness is a way of plugging in and charging the battery. But different things work for different people. You might charge your battery from reading a book or hanging out with friends or going into nature. There's a lot of different ways and different things work for different people. Eating and drinking healthy stuff helps charge the battery, getting enough sleep. But to also turn into what drains the battery, certain people might drain your battery more than others. Certain situations, the weather. I don't like when it's raining. I love the breeze, but I don't like when it's raining. Everybody has different things that charge and train your battery. And even for some people, some people might love the rain. That might actually charge their battery. So it's very unique to you. But the more you become aware of that, that awareness is mindful. The more mindful you are of your energy levels, the more you can really create this way, almost like a superpower of being able to tap into where your energy levels are and be able to charge the battery. Oh, wow. Superpowers. One of my favorite things is that the Marvel superheroes. So now you have me thinking, right, what kind of things supercharge me? Well, hanging out with my best friend Buster, that <laughs> certainly charges yeah. my battery. Virtual high five. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's lovely, buddy. Um, But how do we know that it really works? Because if it doesn't work, you still feel empty. You still feel drained. And when your battery is low, you're tired, you're cranky, you're fussy. Everything irritates you. Uh. So, and when your battery is charged, you're a lot more happy. You're able to concentrate better. You're better with your friends. You've got better self-esteem, more confidence. So how do you know it works? Because you're a happier person. So, um, how many times a day do I need to practice mindfulness? Well, the more you practice anything, the better you are, right? Do you know something? This is a brilliant thing to help, right? When I was starting, when I was in school and I was practicing the deep breaths, because that's how I got into it. If I couldn't go to my happy place in my head to just take a deep breath, and as I took the deep breath to actually say in my head, I now know I'm breathing in, I now know I'm breathing out. And it's just noticing the moment right there and then and bringing your attention into the present. So you can practice that even just three or four times a day. And that teacher, Sister Koch was her name. She gave me stickers and I put a sticker on my light switch of my bedroom. I put a sticker by the front door and I put a sticker just above the kettle on the tiles in the kitchen. My parents weren't impressed, but sure anyway. And 
every time I saw a sticker, it reminded me to just take a deep breath in and take a deep breath out. So I had a prompt that reminded me to do it. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah. The idea of the stickers is fantastic. Yeah, that's brilliant. Gillian, thanks so much. Really, we've learned so much there. I think the kids listening will have got so many cool ideas about how they can bring mindfulness in and actually understand what it is now as well. Yeah. Gillian, I think you might really like this next question. It's one I like to ask to all of our guests. Uh, could you answer it for me? Go for it, buddy. Okay, so what we call it is... Big me to little me! So, basically, if you could go back in time, what advice would Big Jillian give to Little Jillian? Oh, wow. I would tell me, don't ever worry what other people think. Because when we're worried about what other people think, we don't use our potential. We actually make ourselves smaller than we need to be. That's actually a really cool way of looking at it. Now I don't care, but (laughs) it's taken me a long time to get here. (laughs) So, yeah, if... If I could go back and give any piece of advice to me that would make a huge impact, stop worrying about what other people think. Ah, thanks, Gillian. That was a great answer. That was fantastic. Gillian, thank you so much for all of that. I think we're definitely all going to bring little moments of mindfulness into our lives from here on. So thanks so much again. Thanks, Thanks, Gillian. Bye. 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 It's time to rewind, recap, rethink time. Yeah. Here we go, yo. That was really interesting, buddy. I now know what mindfulness is. Yeah, it doesn't have to take hours. It's just stopping for a moment here or there to check in with yourself and see how you're feeling. It's actually a really lovely idea. It's like, hey, buddy, how are you doing? I'm fine. (laughs) Thanks, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and every day we can check in to see if our batteries are full and strong. And if we notice that they aren't, then we can do something about it before we lose all our power. <laughs> Brilliant! Yeah, but I really like the idea Jillian had of being able to bring a picture into my head of a place in nature that makes me feel all lovely and happy, and that I can take myself there any time during the day for just a quick visit if I'm feeling under pressure or a bit upset or worried. Ah, happy place. Happy place. My happy place. (laughs) Yeah, I like that one too. Uh, But what was that call again? Uh, Visualization, Buster. Oh, yeah, visualization. Oh, but we also can do something physical too. Like when she said, grab a stone that we can leave at the door so we can hold it in our hands and every time we're feeling a little bit worried, we have it in the here and now. Yeah. Or putting stickers around our homes to remember to stop and breathe. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, they were all so cool. <laughs> it's time to rewind, recap, rethink time. Yeah. Here we go, yo. Hey guys, it's that time again. It's time to tickle your funny bone. <laughs> Hi, my name is Kate. I am 10 years old and my joke is what is brown and sticky? A stick. <laughs> Hi, my name is Charlie. I'm 11 years old. And my joke is, what do you call a belt made of watches? Ah, uh, waste of time. So we've learned loads today. Laugh lots. And now it's time to give our brains a massage. Are you guys ready for this week's mini mindfulness moment? Oh, yeah. Okie dokie, Bram Stokie. Hi, everyone. Hope you're all well. My name's Louise, 
and welcome to this episode of Mini Mindfulness Moments. So today's Mini Mindfulness Moment is called Hug Breathing. So I'd like you to stretch your arms out wide and breathing in, give yourself a big hug. Breathing out, stretch your arms out wide and give your friends a hug. Breathing in, give yourself a hug. Breathing out, give your friends a hug. Breathing in, give yourself a hug. Breathing out, give your friends a hug. Well done, that was great. See you next time. So guys, that's almost it from us. Thanks to all the kids who sent in their audio clips. And if you have a story, a question or a favourite joke, we'd love to hear from you. All you have to do is record it on the inbuilt voice recorder on an adult's phone and WhatsApp it to us. You'll find all the details on our website, www.thekidsareallright.ie <laughs> As well as loads of info on everything we talk about in our shows. Oh, and follow us on social media for loads of fun stuff and competitions. That's where me and Buddy take over. Yeah! yeah. Just look for The Kids Are All Right Podcast. Oh, and don't forget, that's all, as in... A-L-L. Yeah, nice one, Buster. <laughs> we hope you enjoyed this week's show. And if so, tell all your friends about it. And remember, guys, try to be healthy, be well, and be happy. See you next time on The Kids Are All Right Podcast. Kids, it's time. Are you ready? It's time to... And the time in the car! Or wherever you are. <laughs> Let's rock! Ha <laughs> ha!